Hello and welcome to another episode of SEO with Adam. This week I sit down with John from uh, Pala, Iowa. He's running an e-commerce website selling sunglasses online uh, using the WooCommerce platform and just has a lot of kind of basic on-site optimization tips and, and issues that he wants to resolve um, with that. So we run through a lot of the basics of on-site SEO for, for e-commerce. So quite a short episode this week, but really, really punchy, really quick. Uh, and a lot to take away if you do run e-commerce. Enjoy. Yeah, hi. Uh, yeah, my name is John Pritchard from Parlour, and uh, essentially we are an ethical, we've positioned ourselves as an ethical or sustainable eyewear brand. We've been training for sort of two and a half years, and fundamentally we're founded on the fact that for every pair of sunglasses we sell, we give a pair of spectacles through outreach projects in Africa, and that's that's squared off by us providing grants directly into projects in Africa. So we built Vision Centre, we've we've uh, provided equipment, and hopefully in July we're going to be funding an outreach project as well. So there's a sort of a whole sort of giving proposition from the uh, from the brand from that side. We also work with weaving communities in Upper East Ghana, um, and we work with them. We use recycled plastic waste, and they weave our cases. So again, a sort of a double sustainability win from a material point of view, and obviously mm-hmm. from sustaining those communities where access to straw which is their traditional material is, is no longer that accessible due to climate change um, we sell you know high quality sunglasses um, price points something like 75 85 pounds yeah. um, so it's affordable quality it's not mm. you know we're, we're trying to sort of say to people you don't need to buy 150 200 pound pair of sunnies you know you can get just as good for for less yeah uh, but also do good as well through the purchase it's got quite a strong kind of uh ethical uh, weight behind it yeah. in, in, in several ways yeah yeah all our packaging is you know fsc um uh, or recycled packaging all our point of sale is upcycled or recycled so it's not just about what we're doing in africa but as a brand all the way through we're we're, we're attempting to to be ultimately the most sustainable brand in market um, yeah as it is, it's always going to be a journey but yeah uh, you know it's always challenges there but that's the whole point yeah, of, of course, it of course. it's easy then no problems <laughs> So I've had a look at the website, and there's kind of there's four areas that I wanted to discuss really that I think the the the, the issues that I found, or not sorry, issues, but the improvements that can be made, have fallen into four ca- categories. So they are the on-site optimization, um, the keyword research. So where can you make gains? Where can you uh, find kind of those niches and what people are actually searching for? Um, content marketing. How can you reach your target audience, perhaps through kind of more creative ways? Um, and then the backlinks, because I saw on your homepage you've got quite a few nice um, quotes from different big outlets, like the Financial Times are on there, um, I can't remember any others. Uh, Pebble, Ethical Made Easy, Pebble Magazine, all quite yeah. big in the sustainable world, Eco Age, they're all kind of well-known brands. Yeah, so there's, there's, there's how, how to use that and how to kind of get the best out of that um, from an SEO point of view as well, um, which I think we'll come on to later. So to start off with, and, and just before we started recording, you were mentioning... Um, some of the on-site optimization that you felt were kind of wasn't quite there. So um, within Bing and within Google, I imagine as well, there's your descriptions appearing beneath the the page title in in, in search in the search uh, results page um, isn't looking as well as it could do. Doesn't have quite the, the kind of the brand identity or, yeah. or, or wording that you want it to. Um, where that comes from is that's the meta descriptions. So every page on your website. Um, just, just very quickly, actually, because you, you're running WordPress with yep. WooCommerce. Yep. Do you have Yoast plugins? Yes, installed? we do. Yes. Yeah. I think everyone does these days. It's, <laughs> it's a really handy tool, but just to check. Yeah, yeah. Um, on that, you can select and, and write in your own meta descriptions. 
Okay. Um, and you can customize the page titles away from the basic WordPress or the WooCommerce ones that are automatically generated. That's one of the big things that I, I noticed. I used a tool called Screaming Frog. Um, cool name. What it basically does is it takes the entire website and crawls it um, and will display every page title, every um, meta description, all the information in one big spreadsheet, essentially. Right. Yeah. So it's really useful for getting kind of a quick snapshot of the site and seeing how Google would see it as well. And on there, there's a lot of the, the collections you've got in WooCommerce. At the top of the type page, it will say something like Aviator and then Archives. So Archives is the default term given to a collection. I don't know why. I really hate the WordPress does this because it's really not helpful. And when you're creating collections, you'd want it to have quite meaningful, normal uh Titles, but yep. it seems to just chuck archive at the bottom of what at the end of whatever you put on. So you want to go through and just look at the collections and look at the different pages that you highlighted there, check them in Yoast and make sure that they're all customized to what you'd want them to look like. Right. Okay. That's probably the biggest thing that I'd start doing. It's not particularly difficult to do. It's really quite simple, but it's just quite time consuming. And as as you were saying earlier, from from a user point of view, seeing that in search, your brand's not being very well represented necessarily because mm. it just looks a little bit disjointed or a little bit incoherent into what's being said. Yeah, just the wrong snippets seem to be appearing under the headings, and and yeah, I mean, yeah. For, you know, two and a half years, and I should be getting that right. To be honest. Well, it's just it's one of those difficult things that you don't often see it because you're focused on building a website and building the brand. You don't people don't always Google it as if they're a customer and look at it. From, and do the full kind of user journey. Um, SEO people do that as well, and kind of maybe focus too much on the technical side without actually looking at the user's point of view. So I think that's where I'd start off with anything. But before, well, I say that, not to con contradict myself, before you do that, I'm suggesting a bit of keyword research to find the, the keyword you want to target. So where you want to use those page titles and, and those snippets is to insert the keywords that you're going to be targeting. Yeah. I know you mentioned earlier some of them already, such as, um, sustainable glasses, yeah, sustainable eyewear, uh, yeah, um, sustainable fashion, or you know, so we come up relatively yeah. high under those. Sustainable sunglasses or glasses are going to be, yeah, probably the key ones really. Again, if we start going to sustainable fashion, I'm um, yeah. sure there's going to be a lot more competition in that generic space. But um, within the realms of eyewear, at least we need to be coming up towards the top of those kind of you know organic searches. Yeah, and to make sure that your brand is yeah kind of aware yeah. of those things. Yeah. Okay. Um, just quickly going back to the site again, because I think we can come on to the, the keywords a little bit later in a bit more depth. There's, on the, the well, you mentioned earlier as well that the, the homepage had been redesigned recently, um, and that's been and rebuilt, which it looks great, but from an SEO point of view, I think there are, again, there's optimizations that could be done there and improvements. So just having like a few paragraphs of text on there saying what you are and who you do, it doesn't have to be stuffed with keywords, it just has to kind of mention those few key terms and give a bit of a brand identity and a brand story there. Yeah. Um, yeah, we have we have got that. Maybe I don't know when you looked. Um, yeah, there might have been. It might be that it's changed since. I just have a quick if we can bring it up. We've just got literally underneath this header here. You've got this, which is the piece about our three main pillars of what our brand is about. Okay, yeah, it's quite text heavy. We don't want to be too text heavy because we're meant to be a visual brand. So it's this is this is a, this is where it really comes down to the balance between. Uh, a lot of photographers have the same issue where it's, it's having that the balance between visual brand, mm. but then having enough on the website that Google can understand what you're doing and, and who yeah. you're about. That's probably quite good. I need to look at that again because it's changed since I last kind of analysed it. Um, but yeah, it's that two to three paragraphs of text that just kind of focuses around the keywords that you're targeting just to say who you are. Yeah. Similarly on the category pages as well. So the product collections that you've got. 
So like if you're selling aviator glasses, for example, you'll want to put, well, from an SEO point of view, you would, it'd be beneficial to have a sentence or a, a paragraph, no more than like two to three sentences, um, just about the glasses, what makes them great. Uh, and mentioning those again, those keywords like aviator glasses and the, you know for, for men or for women or sustainable or you know the, that's the product out. product level you're talking about. So this is at the collection level. So ah oh, okay. So on the collection pages where the overall page like this. Exactly yes. Mm, tricky. Yeah. So this is where it comes down to. I was I wasn't sure what your uh, kind of design aesthetic choices were, um, but from an SEO point of view, you'll want to have something, some text on there somewhere, maybe below the fold that just kind of gives Google a little bit of information about that page. Because at the minute, there's not there's not much on there for it to go from. Yeah. Which will then be making it more difficult for your page to rank. Not impossible, but more difficult. Where it might get more difficult, where it gets easier, is if you've got a collection that then has loads of backlinks to it. So on your homepage, I saw that you had four different uh, quotes from different brands, or it might yeah. be more than four, sorry. Um, if you can get all of those linking to collection pages, that will help without having to have too much text on there because you're going to have a huge web of people all saying the words, these are great sunglasses that are whatever the category is, and that all points to that category page. Google knows then from those articles that have been written about you that that, that is all feeding into that category page. So it's learning off-site what that one page on your website is about. Yeah. But that's more difficult because you need to get people to link back to you quite specifically. So ideally, you'd want to put somewhere on that page a little bit more, a short kind of blurb to target the keywords for that category page. If we just go quickly to the keywords you want to be targeting on those pages, um, this is where keyword research really comes in. Um, you mentioned earlier as well that obviously you're up against quite a lot of big brands yeah, and a lot of big competitive keywords that are quite high level. So I'm assuming you aren't maybe targeting the term sunglasses or anything uh, kind of that, no. that broad. Anything, anything broad at all, you know, not even the terms like aviator or wayfarer or any of that stuff. And to be fair, you know, Wayfarer is a brand name of competitors like mm. Ray Ban's name. It's not. It's not actually a, a shape as such, but everyone has become conventional. Just as aviator is a Ray Ban thing. It's uh, people do aviator styles, mm. but it's not. You know, there's a copyright issue there if you start saying we do aviators. So, got to be very careful about that kind of positioning. Um, it's annoying when words like that do get synonymized, like Hoover and vacuum cleaner and stuff like that. Because it's just makes it quite difficult and tricky for how people search but yeah like how you try so you have to say square frames or you know round mirror you know which kind of the attributes of yeah um, but yeah you can't really use the um the terms of the specific uh brand itself but um yeah that's just something we have to have to overcome really just to give you an idea as well like aviator sunglasses gets 6600 searches a month on average that will peak during um, summer, obviously, and then and, and fall off during the kind of the winter. So yeah, but again, it's I think it was quite a competitive keyword, so you might it's, it's not worth yeah worrying about at the minute. However, let's just move down to some other um, sunglasses. So there are there are some terms that you're kind of ranking for quite, quite well already, like crystal frame sunglasses. You're ranking number three for, um, but the page title on that product page is crystal sunglasses. So if you match the the page title there in in Yoast to 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 match exactly what you're what you're ranking against the crystal frame sunglasses, that will then probably boost you up because then you'll become more relevant. Um, the only other two people in that search was I think it was like Boots or something like that. It was quite a big company that you're up against, um, but your page was far more specific. So it might be worth just having a look at the website, seeing what pages are currently ranking, and seeing if they're ranking like 
between position three and five or three and eight or something like that, just going through and updating and tweaking those. Mm-hmm. Do you have a um, Google Search Console set up? Uh, I do. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> but God knows where it is on here. No, no, it's fine. Uh, yeah. It's just as long as it's set up, it's fine because it means that you can um, go through and just pull the data out of Search Console and see what pages are actually ranking for what terms. Right. Um, and it's, it's, it's quite an easy, simple, quite f- uh, and it's free, which is the main thing, tool to work that out. It's a little bit rough. Um, it doesn't always give you the kind of most accurate data, um, but as a, as a general just snapshot, it's really good. Yep. So on the product pages as well, the descriptions are quite short, I found. Um, is that an aesthetic thing as well that you're trying to aim for? Uh, no, not necessarily, actually. Um, it's kind of, I don't know. I mean, you compare with my peers. I mean, there's no description there. So yeah, that's, I see that feels like quite a lot of copy, but maybe that's my that's perception. But um Kind of tells you the shape, tells you the colour, um, and then it obviously tells you some of the main attributes of what Parler is, which is the buy we give, 100% UVA, sustainable case, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, whether you go into a little bit more, but I mean, I've got details like specifics on the frame shape, etc., and more yeah. about the materials here. So that's again is a bit more copy there, and then face shape, which just tells you out. So I really like that because I think that really made you stand out from the few competitors I looked at that were just having pictures of sunglasses on there. Having those two tabs that gave you more information with like the custom illustrations was really nice. Oh, right, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, I really like that. Um, it's just that sometimes for product page copy, and I think this is a little bit of a not contentious issue within the SEO world, but there's always discussions about how long it should be. Um, the, the longer's not necessarily always better, it's just right for your user. So if your customers maybe don't want as much long copy, then that's probably the right amount. But if there are certain terms you're trying to kind of focus on, it can be helpful just to have a little bit more information text there, um, just to beef it out a little bit and give Google a bit more help. Um, just looking as well, I think going through the keyword research, there are certain terms that are kind of coming out as they're quite low competition in terms of uh, other people who were ranking those terms, but had quite well, quite good volumes for them. Right. So, for example, and, and this is where it gets a little bit more creative, and you're stepping a little bit away from maybe your product uh, descriptions and more towards how people are searching and, and what they're looking yeah, for. Yeah. So, like, uh, sunglasses for festivals and sunglasses for beach. Um, both had quite low difficulty, so under 25 out of 100. Um, and they were getting 2,400 searches a month or 300 searches. So not insane volumes, but if you can rank for sunglasses for festivals... That might be a term that you can create a custom collection for, create custom copy around, maybe write a couple of blogs on, uh, or one blog that's then like a listicle or something like that for, um, not a listicle, just like a, yeah, you know what I mean, a, some kind of branded content around that that then that then links back to your products as like mm-hmm. you know, a of products, uh, sunglasses. Sorry, if you can then start ranking for that, it's two thousand four hundred searches a month, which is a high volume keyword that is low competition that no one else is really ranking for. So when I looked, there wasn't many other big competitors, like Specsavers didn't have any presence there. Okay. Um, that's the kind of volume that you're seeing on other terms that would be more directly relatable to you. So sunglasses or... Yeah, like I mean, we did a post actually last year about sustainable festivals and stuff, so maybe we can go back and revisit that one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, you might just want to like, retweak that one, beat yeah. out a little bit, refresh it, yeah, and just build it around these keywords, but this is why keyword research is so, so important, especially for e-commerce sites, because it will start giving you ideas of where to focus your efforts, where you can actually get revenue from, yeah, and where you can make headway, whereas if you're just trying, well not trying, if you're a bit stuck in 
making progress, it might be because you're trying to compete on the more competitive key terms and you've not found those little pockets of, of interest yeah. um, that people are looking for. There's another tool that I'd suggest looking at as well called Answer the Public, which is a really good kind of creative and uh, idea generator tool where you just put in sunglasses and then it'll list out all the questions and answers that people are asking about that term. Okay, so because I've always heard that you kind of you just type into Google search and look at the predictive and that kind of helps in that sense. Is it is similar to that? It's, more... it's, it's that, but super powered essentially. So yeah. it does exactly that, but at a much bigger level and gives you all in one big kind of spreadsheet. You can export it as a CSV and then just run through it. Okay, that's very useful. Yeah, so that's where you, you start seeing the patterns and what people are searching for and maybe doing a bit of kind of uh, audience behavior research as well. Yep. Okay, good. Cool. So that, that, they're, my kind of, my, they're my main takeaways from just looking at the site quite quickly. I don't know if how, how that... Is that... Yeah, look, it's what you've done. You've probably identified a lot of um, holes in the SEO. I know that it needs to be better. It's, it's average at best at the moment. And uh, look, I don't have much time to be able to spend on this or finance, to be honest. So those are the two issues that I have. But you kind of think that actually this is quite a low cost, you know, if I just tick these off, go through them, that actually I'll be probably almost twice as a better place than I am currently. Yeah. And But for the potential return from having an optimizer, I'm getting more people through, that it actually will start paying for itself. And then therefore, you know, we can get a bit more exciting with the AdWords campaign and maybe sort of plough some money into that once we can see the natural or organic SEO working. Yeah, this is where SEO really comes into its own as a, as a marketing channel. It's, it's, it offers a scale that no other, a, a scale at low cost that no other channel really does. Like to, to, to pay for that volume of keywords on AdWords for, you know, sunglasses for festivals. Yeah. Even at 50p a click, that's still 1,200 quid a month you could be spending on that. But if you, if you manage to rank kind of top, top three for that, through SEO, that's yeah. a huge amount of traffic you're going to be getting. Uh, yeah. Probably a higher click-through rate than the ads are. So yeah, well, actually, that the article we did on on sustainable festivals actually went quite well. So yeah, and that was on rubbish <laughs> settings. So yeah. it would be good to run that again and see, you know, see if that brings in more people into the, you know, naturally into the site. Yeah, um, just revisit it and use it more of a. Were you creating it for like a social? Uh, well, we just push out yeah posts now and again. Yeah, uh, every couple of months, uh, maybe two or three times a, a month. Um, okay, quite regular then. Yeah, I mean at peak, not not yeah. out of season. We <laughs> kind of yeah, wind it down a bit. But again, this time of year is quite a good time to be pushing out because this is when people start thinking about booking up festivals for the summer. Exactly. Yeah. So we can already reel that out again. And this is where just like going through the site and, and tweaking those titles and those and the yep. meta descriptions. It sounds like quite a daunting task, but it's actually really simple. And I think once you're in the swing of it, because you know your business better than anyone else, it's far quicker than hiring an SEO to do it because you'll be able to just hit hit through and, and know the yeah. context for it um, quite quickly. But what I would yeah recommend is a keyword research just to make sure that you're aware of the the landscape you're operating in, so that when you are writing those titles, yeah, you know if it's worth putting that keyword in at all, or whether you should focus on something else. Yeah, that yeah. might be a bit a bit not kind of not necessarily as accurate, but more what people are looking for and, and be better for them because yeah. you know, is it like the, like the crystal sunglasses for example? Yeah, it's weird. It's that's strange on the crystal, but I, um. I th- it depends what they, they, the person that is looking for crystals actually looking well, whether they actually want, you know, they're thinking of just clear crystal because yeah. crystal is more of a technical term within the industry. So crystal acetate is just, you know, a transparent kind of colour. Yeah. So it could be blue, red, pink, whatever. 
it's just an interesting. I'm just wondering if people were looking for specific. Are we looking, you know, crystal style, you know, yeah. literally or, or whatever? Two huge quartz on it. Well, exactly, exactly. Or, you know, embellish with crystal. You never know if yeah. that's what the actual rationale is. It seems quite unusual. That's quite a popular term. But then, look, if there's no one bidding on that and it's going to bring people through to the site, you know, who knows? It might be that, you know, we intercept some people on the way to another. This is the thing is it's all about with SEO. It's just like, even if it's if it's, it's free traffic, so it doesn't necessarily mean, doesn't matter if they're, not finding exactly what they want for. If they're looking for sunglasses and they, they come across your brand during that process, you've then got them onto your website. You can use that to build remarketing lists to remarket it, remarket to them perhaps something a bit more useful. If you've got a Facebook pixel on the site as well, it's a way of just building those remarketing lists, even if you've got content on there that isn't necessarily sales content. Mm. Um, so what I've done a lot in the past is written blogs for people who are researching. So again, this is where the festival content comes in quite usefully. Yeah. Um, because you can just create content that people who are in the research phase, get them onto the website and then remarket to them a month later when they're in the purchase phase. Um, yeah. So traffic's normally good as long as they're in that, as long as they're searching for or looking at something in your industry roughly. Yeah. So it doesn't really if are looking at festivals, you know, yeah, inherently exactly. over time, think, oh, do you know what? Yeah, I'm going to need a pair of sunnies, you know. Yeah. So actually, yeah, we probably, do you know what? That's probably something we need to do in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. So that'd be good. I'll, I'll do it before and after. I know how much traffic came through from the last one. Yeah, exactly. And I could try and optimise it and, and apply all this and then we'll see how it goes so again. It goes, yeah. So, yeah. I think the important thing is they don't necessarily want traffic that isn't relevant to you at all. So don't try and optimise for that because it's not going to work for it. Well, no, you no. Are just, yeah, yeah, as long as it's related in, just, in some way. I just want to make sure the right key terms are laid out and that it's, you know. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't think we necessarily were looking at that last year. We just put out a post with a couple of tags. Yeah, exactly. It's very common, but people do tend to be on the right lines roughly. It's just then looking at that content and, yeah, just polishing it a little bit for her yeah. SEO. Cool. Cool. Do you have any questions about stuff that I found or any other, other, other kind of topics? No, I mean, the only other thing that we were talking about just before we went on the mic was uh, this piece about why I'm why my copies coming out incorrectly underneath yes you know uh, SEO is, is this stuff that's embedded in WooCommerce which I'm not finding and needing to update because that's one thing I'm desperate to do yeah so that'll be in the in the Yoast panel there's the meta okay. descriptions so it'll be a page title so that's where it says the like the archive um, word which you don't like and then there's the meta description bit, you just want to go in and then that's like up to 320 characters, I think it is, or 280, something like that, that you just then fill out, and you can overwrite that manually. Um, from what I saw on, on Bing there, it was pulling it in automatically from somewhere on the site. It just found yeah. that and gone, this is the most useful. Filling those meta descriptions out and making sure that's present on every page just means that you're giving it something to override it and say, yeah. like, look, this is more important. Yeah. Um, Google especially sometimes will disregard that um, if it thinks something else on the page is more useful. Right. Um, but... It's just a kind of a good housekeeping to to make sure that everything's yeah. filled out there. And oh, it's all present. Oh, that's one of my big bugbears. So, I'll, yeah. If yeah, I might have a, <laughs> I'll have a look at that after after this call and just try and see if I can get through it tonight and just work through it. Or it'll probably take quite a while, but yeah, I'll be, be a lot happier knowing that all those pages are properly got proper message tags going on. It'll be a few hours work, and I, I suggest looking at Screaming Frog if that's if that's a big concern because that will just give you a, a spreadsheet where it will say. These are all the pages, all the URLs on the left. Here's what the meta description looks like. Yeah. And here's what the um, page title looks like. And then you can just filter it to say which ones are missing, which ones are um, wrong yeah. kind of thing, and see it really quickly and just and hit the top, the most important ones first. Yeah. Um, in my experience, it's normally kind of under a day's work. It's never going to be, unless you've yeah. got a huge e-commerce site with thousands of products in. No. At no. which point you have to change tack entirely and 
and go like a, a, down an automated route. But yeah, <laughs> cool, excellent. Thank you very much. Well, no, thank you. It's uh, as I say, for me, it's uh, it, no, because I have to do a million different things across the, my business. Yeah, it's just one of these things that I don't do very well because I don't give it the time. Um, and as you say, it's not something I can and, and you know afford to get someone to do every month to look at. And actually, I, th- I kind of think it's one of those things once you've set up, you kind of it's just doing it's just getting a best practice going and getting yeah. into the habit of when there's an update, just make sure we check everything again. It's just having those kind of references and saying, right, just check this, check this, check this, check this. If you do a blog post, really is. this is your checklist for every blog post that goes out. Yeah. And then and then yeah, we're doing the best we can, and then see how we go. Especially, it's just housekeeping. It's a word that I kind of keep using quite a lot, but it's just making sure that everything's clean and tidy. Yeah. And if it is, then normally that is good enough to to out like competitors who probably aren't doing that. Yeah. Um, it's just and it's not. A lot of work, and I do recommend that you know for small businesses and freelancers they do it themselves because it's mm. not worth spending mm-hmm. the money on someone else to do it. Yep. Especially when it's you're in a niche industry because you'll know the, the terms better than, than they will. So, yep. yeah. Cool. Good. No, thank you very much. Thank you very much.